Hello and welcome to the Voices of Bluescope podcast, where we meet the people who work behind the scenes at Bluescope to create strength every day. I'm your host, Martin Feld. Thank you for joining us. In today's episode, we're going to meet four individuals who are part of the team that constructed an entirely new coil plate line at the Port Kembla Steelworks in Australia from the ground up. This is a great success story for the company, as the whole line was designed and completed in-house by Bluescope people, without the normal on-site participation of external consultants and suppliers. This set of circumstances was caused by the unfortunate COVID-19 pandemic. However, it has been a fantastic opportunity for local Bluescope people to extend their knowledge and skills in an entirely new project, contributing to the ongoing production of high-quality steel products and solutions, such as TrueSpec Steel. We had the pleasure of speaking with Ashley Becker, William Alexander, Kyle Pemberton, and Andrew Jovanovsky about the project, and will be sharing each of the one-on-one interviews that took place right next to the new coil plate line. They go into detail about the project, their own roles in it, and their personal experience of working with Bluescope. Whether you're an engineering expert or not, there is a useful lesson here for everyone. Never shy away from a challenge. First up, we meet Ashley, who is an operations engineer on the project. He explains the purpose of the new line and some of the benefits of automation. Let's cross over to that interview now. So we're standing here at the coil plate line in Port Kembla with Ash, who is an operations coordinator. Can you give us a bit of an insight into your role and where we are, what's going on here at the moment? So at the moment we're here looking at the new core plate line, the new TruSpec line. Um, my role is the operations engineer on the project. I also am the operations coordinator of this precinct area. So my role here is to make sure that all the SOPs, um, sequencing for some of the equipment moves and all that kind of stuff is how we would like it from an operations point of view. SOP is a standard operating procedure. It's what we give to our operations personnel to run the line and make sure it's done safely and efficiently. Can you give us some context, some background about how this entire plate line came about, what, what the project is all about? Yeah, so this plate line is actually our second plate line. We already have a plate line existing in a different building. We're building this line to offer up a different um, section size, so it produces a slightly different product to the other line, and also to help us with overall volume, so we'll be able to produce more of it. So it's, it's a newer line. What are some of the benefits of having this new one? Yeah, so this is a much newer line than the other one. Uh, a lot of the benefits we've got is through the design phase, we were able to iron out a lot of uh, bugs that we had in the initial one, uh, get things working a lot better and more efficiently. We also spent a little bit of extra money on this one to get some better equipment, um, some bigger equipment and things like that. With that all in mind, what has been your personal involvement or what are some of the tasks that you've had been able to undertake as part of this project? Some of the key tasks that I've been doing in this project were going through the safe access um, for all the zones and outlining all the tasks that operations would have to do inside that safe access zoning, uh, working through some of the sequences to make sure that the automation side of the line is working how we would like it from an operations point of view, 
setting up the consumables, the operation stations, the button layouts on the desks, the um, interface screens with the computers, things like that. You've raised a really interesting word there, which is automation. So a lot of people think of automation, they just think, oh, robots, that's all that's happening, where are the people? What are the benefits of automation particularly in a place like this? Uh, automation on a line such as the plate line is really useful as it's a batch processing line, not a continuous processing line. The automation allows us to do repetitive tasks consistently the same way every single time. And are there also implications for safety? The automation also allows us to remove people from the line of fire. Uh, make sure that the equipment can do some of the more hazardous tasks that we would otherwise normally have to use people for. I'm interested in your personal story a bit as well. What motivated you to pursue a career here? I started in Blue Scope in around 2008 as a cadet, uh, engineering cadet. I did process engineering. Once I finished that cadetship, I graduated into the engineering team over in the Hot Mills area. Um, from that team, I then moved throughout Hot Mills into different roles and, and moved into the operations side. So I spent some time as an operations engineer in our plate business and team leader in our hot strip business. The cadetship program back when I did it was two years here at the Wollongong University. So we go to university part-time for two years and work within the works full-time for two years. After that two years, we'd move up to Sydney and go to study at UNSW. We did three years full-time at UNSW and came down for summer placement every year from then. So. And was it difficult to balance the study and working lifestyle? Well, I didn't have too many troubles doing it. Obviously, it's a bit of a different take, especially in the first few years. It's been great working, obviously, for Blue Scope. It's a great area, great company. They look after us, so it's really good. Next, we hear from Will, who has been working on the Coil Plate Line project as electrical engineering team leader. He gives some more detail about the transformation of the site and the development of new skills within the team. This is really exciting. We've got a brand new line here in Port Kembla Steelworks. Can you tell us a little bit about where we are and what's been going on? Uh, so we're in uh, one of the, I guess, older facilities of uh, Port Kembla. So we're slowly rec reclaiming uh, the area. So obviously behind us here, we've got a, a brand new line that we're putting in. Uh, so we've reclaimed the whole floor area, uh, built this line in the last few months and are in the process of commissioning it. Can you give us a bit of an idea of what this place was like before all of this new construction came in? What was here? If you go back uh, quite a few years, I think the early 2000s, uh, where there was a cold mill, uh, some roll grinders uh, all throughout this area. A lot of that was decommissioned quite a while ago, and, but there was still rem remnants left. Uh, so a lot of that's now been removed. Uh, obviously the pits have been filled, new bitumen on the floor. Um, and it looks, looks so, really good. So completely new from the ground up, all new foundations? Typically uh, a supplier for a line like this would send out up to probably eight resources, engineering, mechanical, electrical, PLC type people um, that would come uh, and they'd commission the equipment and obviously we'd be supervising. However, obviously due to the coronavirus pandemic uh, happening earlier in the year, that's not happened. Uh, we've uh, still liaisoning with uh, the suppliers, um, but we've effectively been commissioning on our own um, just a handful, the project team uh, here in Hot Mills, Port Kembla, and uh, just been taking our time working through. We're different to a supplier in that we actually operate the lines. Uh, this is not our first core plate line, uh, so we actually know a lot of how the line needs to operate, um, some of the challenges that it can face, 
as we're commissioning, uh, we can work a lot of that knowledge into changing things, automating things, just uh, generally improving the process to make it more streamlined, more efficient. Uh, it's also a great opportunity. In Hot Mills, we have a generally young uh, electrical, particularly engineering team. It's a great opportunity for the guys to learn all sorts of uh, technologies, programming, drives, just general process knowledge um, and apply that, develop it and I think it's a great outcome for the business. Um, we obviously keep that knowledge here. Talking about people learning, developing skills and so on, I want to turn to you now. So when did you first join Blue Scope and can you give us some detail about the path that you followed to get to where you are now in this project? Okay, no worries. So I started in Blue Scope in 2008 um, as a cadet. So I done one year of university and then I joined the cadetship program uh, as a mechatronics engineer. I obviously went through the training shops, did a year there. I actually started in hot coil processing and dispatch at the Skimpass Mill for a year or 18 months actually. I then spent uh, time, nearly two years, in our fluid power department. So we'd service all of Port Kembla, um, any hydraulic pneumatic related um, projects, support, troubleshooting. Uh, so that gave me a lot of exposure to the Port Kembla as a whole and particularly uh, fluid power topics. Uh, I then came into the Hot Mills engineering team as a cadet uh, doing mainly electrical engineering work. I completed another two or three years there and then graduated um, and kept my position uh, in the Hot Mills engineering team. And then after a few years, I took over as the team leader uh, for the team. So I've been in Blue Scope now 12 years. So I was involved in the original core plate line, um, another slitting line that we've put in and a few other smaller lines. Um, so I've been involved with those projects as part of that team the whole way along. Where do you think you see yourself in the future? Blue Scope is a great business to work. As an engineer, I think I find obviously pleasure in challenges, uh, technical challenges, um, being the team leader, I also uh, enjoy some of the, the people challenges and leading the team, motivating the others, um, seeing other people develop and giving them challenges as well. But I think particularly even in here in Hot Mills, um, there's a lot, a lot of opportunities to learn, to be innovative, um, try new things, which you know help, is enjoyable, helps the individual develop and provides really good benefits. Um, to the company and the, the processes and equipment that we're working on. We now move on to Kyle, who works as a coil plate operator. He dives into the specifics of the process itself and outlines his role in helping to set up the required machinery. Coils are loaded onto the mandrel. They're unrolled and flattened, depending on what gauge and grade you're running. It'll then go onto the stretcher and the um, steel is stretched to its yield point. That takes out the memory in the steel so that it takes out that coil shape so it won't want to return to the coil shape. That helps for when customers want to cut the steel, especially like with laser, it won't warp and distort when they cut it. Okay, and what's been your personal involvement in setting up this new line? Yeah, so I've been an uh, operator for about three years now. Um, before that, I'm actually a fitter and turner by trade. Um, I've gone on to the production role just to sort of you know, get a different feel. Um, my involvement is 
more or less set it, help setting up the machine, make it easy to use. Um, my trade experience probably does help there because I know how the machine works. And yeah, just to make it more efficient. So you said you were a fitter and turner at first, yes. and it's been three years in this role. What was the sort of inspiration or what prompted you to move into this sort of role you're in now? So, something different, something new to learn. You know, I'm always looking to you know, gain new skills and learning how to operate the machine and as well as fix it sort of goes hand in hand. It's all new to me, um, especially this line. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to watch, listen and learn as much as I can. Can you tell us how long you've been at Bluescope and what your general career path has been? Uh, yes, so I started as an apprentice in 2014. In that time I went around more or less every department in the steelworks and learnt my trade. Um, after that I then got offered a job in HCPD which was where I finished my apprenticeship up. HCPD stands for Hot Coil Processing and Dispatch. Um, at the time there wasn't a trade job available but there was an operator's position um, so I just took it as an opportunity to learn something new. What motivates you to come to work at Bluescope? The motivation for me is I know I can come to work and learn something new, you, you know, creating good quality products um, for people. Last, but certainly not least, we speak with Andrew, a mechanical engineer, who describes his first experience on such a project and how he was involved in the design process. So where we're standing right now, what's happening next to you? So right here, basically, we've got our leveller and then we've got our, pinch, our entry pinch rolls and the entry to our stretcher. So the, basically what the leveller does, uh, the plate will come through, the top cassette will plunge down to basically level out the strip to uh, make it level enough to feed through the rest of the system. Sounds very complicated. Yes. I'm glad you're doing it and I'm not. <laughs> so we've spoken to a few different people here about their roles in creating this project, bringing it to life. You're a mechanical engineer, so what are some of the special considerations that you had to make to make this project a reality? So my main role was to look after the design review of each individual piece of equipment. So once the uh, OEM was selected, we work very closely with them for basically the leveller, pinch rolls, stretcher, so on and so forth. As they designed them, they sent, sent it back to us uh, and I basically looked after the main portion of the design review to see what needed to be adjusted for our site condition and the product we wanted to run. And have you had the chance to work on something quite like this before here at Bluescope? No, this is my first project that I've been on like this. So most of my other projects have been within the hot ship mill and plate mill, which looked after more so um, more so plant improvement projects. This, is, this was my first major CapEx project that's basically from the ground up. Been really, really enjoyable. Uh, good to see a different commercial side of how the business operates and how the projects run and to see something go from start to finish from the ground up. Can you give us a bit of an insight into some of the other special equipment that has been produced here that would normally come from some sort of supplier? Two main pieces of equipment that I guess wouldn't necessarily come as per standard on a call uh, processing line is number one, the balance pack stacker which is just on the exit end of the, our stacking crane and then also our wrapping dispenser. With the balance pack stacker, there's a need that when we're running product, sometimes you'll have some loose, essentially, plates left over to make a full four tonne, two tonne, six tonne pack. On the old processing line, it's basically put them on the floor with a crane and then when you need them, pick them back on the crane and fit them back into line. What the balance pack stacker allows is to basically side shift it off the line and then when we need that additional plate, we can slide it back into a brand new pack that's coming along the line. The second one is the wrapping dispenser. So it's the first of its kind that was basically designed in-house by our team. And it's basically to automate the actual feeding of the paper onto the actual plate pack to allow it to be then hand wrapped by an operator. 
You mentioned the things that you've done before. When did you start at Bluescope and what led you up to this point? Started in Bluescope in 2011 uh, as a mechanical cadet and I transitioned through various departments, ended up in the current team I'm in in 2015, uh, been here ever since. So just been working through various projects, trying to build up my experience. Got asked to join this project and jump on it and get a different bit of experience. Uh, projects like this, they're multifaceted. Obviously you get to integrate with all different disciplines from electrical to automation to process. And a lot of the times when you're looking at other smaller scale projects that are more so just retrofits or what I've done in the past, it's a lot more niche and, and bespoke and basically you just work on your own little part and that's it. And it's been really good interacting with overseas and international suppliers and something that I can definitely see myself doing in the long run. What would you say to people who are wanting to learn more about Bluescope? How would you describe the experience of being here? I think the biggest thing with Bluescope is basically every day something different. Take this for example, early 2000s, Tim Mill facility, totally different production philosophy and equipment in this building. We basically cleared it all out, filled all the holes, got a level playing field, started again. Many businesses around the world, you wouldn't even get this sort of experience. So it's always something different because a lot of the stuff is kept in house, you do it all yourself. So there's very little outside help that you need to draw on. So you learn every single bit of knowledge you need in terms of engineering all here. That concludes our story of Port Kembla's new coil plate line. Thank you to Ashley, William, Kyle and Andrew for their participation and thank you, dear listener, for choosing to spend your time with us. If you're interested in learning more about the project and seeing the line itself, there is a dedicated Focus On video clip on our TV Bluescope YouTube profile. For other news and updates, make sure to visit bluescope.com, follow Bluescope on LinkedIn, or subscribe to at Bluescope on Twitter. You can find all of these links in this episode's show notes within your podcast player of choice. It has been great to have you with us today for this episode of Voices of Bluescope. Catch you next time.